VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hello and welcome to our number one of the podcast as we are back at it again here in the Magic Audio Box and the Clippers with a glorious playoff win. Didn't even play that well. They were still able to beat the lowly Mavericks. And Kristaps Porzingis ejected. That was the big story of the game. And it shows you how the Clippers are the lead dog in the NBA. The reaction of people outraged that Porzingis was ejected when he deserved to be ejected. I'll get into that this hour. We've got some other fun things along the way. It's all coming your way right now. Here it is, our number one of the podcast. As the curtain goes up on the NBA postseason, the team that will eventually win the championship starts out in the win column against Dallas. We'll talk about that. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air 
everywhere. The vast and ever-expansive Fox Sports Radio Empire now celebrating 20 years of broadcasting. Although we're apart these days, we're sharing more, and Geico sharing more, too, with the Geico Giveback, a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for both current and new customers that last your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for info and eligibility. Hope all is well with you. Now, typically... If there's a, a team in L.A., we, we're covered up by some Dodger programming right now, so typically I would avoid starting the show with the Clippers, but that is a lead story. That is the lead story. Kawhi Leonard continues to have the commitment to excellence. Somewhere Al Davis across uh, the pearly gates is smiling because Kawhi Leonard, early in his NBA career, yeah, San Antonio, I thought he was a fraud. I, I admit it. I didn't think he was legit. I thought he was just a product of the Spurs system. He proved himself in Toronto. And now Kawhi proving himself in Clipper laundry, his first playoff game with the Clippers. And I don't know if you had a chance to watch it or not. You might have missed it. The board man cometh. 29 points, 12 rebounds, a partridge in a pear tree, and the people's team outslugged the Mavericks in the playoff lid lifter from the bubble in Orlando. Paul George chipping in 27 for the Clippers. That's just like they drew it up in the offseason when they put the team together. The Clippers, more importantly, if you're a gambler, if you're a degenerate gambler, they covered the point spread, but not by much. They were a seven-point favorite. They won by eight. And they made more plays down the stretch, played with more poise overall in the game than the underdog Dallas Mavericks. Now, a lot of the media are smitten kittens with one Luka Doncic. And I've seen a number of sources praising Luka Doncic because he had 42 points. And, oh, my God, the most amazing rookie performance, a first-year playoff performance in NBA history and all that. Blah, 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 blah. Those are what's known as, say it with me now, zombie stats. The team lost, and don't bury the lead, my man. Luka Doncic, you know how many turnovers he had? 11. He was a one-man turnover machine for Dallas. How about you don't turn the ball over as much? Maybe you win the game. How about that? All right, so let us discuss. The question, what are your first impressions here of the playoff version of the Clippers, the team that will... According to my bracket on FoxSportsRadio.com, the bracket challenge that we had, I have the Clippers winning the whole thing. Uh, So I've got cartoon superhero, Neurosis, and Play-Doh. And we will tie all these things together. We begin with A, uh, the Clippers. Now, I'm not going to sit here and be a PR houseman for the Clippers. I believe in truth and broadcast. The Clippers played imperfect basketball. They did not play well. And how great is that when you don't play your best and you still win? They can be much better than that. Now, I was still impressed with the tenacity uh, of the Clippers. Despite being out of sync, uh, it looked like the Clippers were going to win this game early on. If you watched the first like two minutes of the game, it looked like they were going to win this game by 50 points. They were a runaway freight train at the start of the game. The, the floodgates opened up, and the Clippers, they had an 18-2 lead. In the beginning part of the game. But as you know from years of watching basketball, the most irrelevant part of a basketball team is the first quarter. And uh, and then, of course, they buckled after that. They went to a tailspin. And uh, Dallas, to their credit, uh, they, they got some fight. That dog's got some fight. We'll see how much fight they have as they continue to lose games to the Clippers. But the most encouraging thing from this game, playoff PG-13. 
Playoff PG-13. It's getting lost in the haze. We'll get to the haze in a minute. But some of you knuckleheads, and you know who you are, all right? You've reached out to me, and you were trying to rain in my parade, and you were like, oh, yeah, just wait. Wait till the playoffs. Wait till playoff PG-13 shows up, and you were warning me that Paul George, he would be the kryptonite. He would derail the whole thing. Well, it's only one game. That's all we have to judge this on. But I've heard all the stories that you, know, you look at Paul George, he's the opposite of Kawhi Leonard. The guy vanishes in the playoffs. He's a phony. Horror story after horror story. Well, so far in his Clipper playoff debut, and, and really his whole career, because one game is his playoff career with the Clippers, by George, Paul, off to a glowing start. Like a cartoon superhero, Paul George put his cape on and was able to glide across the court smoothly shield the Clippers from harm's way, and more importantly, disorient the Mavericks. See, Kawhi is Batman, but Batman needs Robin, and that's Paul George. You got Batman and Robin. Now, he missed a few bunnies in in this game, Paul George, but his still overall stat line was more than enough. If you could bottle that up, that performance by Paul George, playoff PG-13, and put that for in every game's box score – Sign me up for that. I don't know where I have to sign. I'll sign my name. Sign me up for that. Now, also, how about Marcus Morris, the savvy Jerry West, going out and poaching him from the New York Knickerbockers, saving him from basketball Siberia in New York City, and Marcus Morris putting up a lethal weapon from downtown. The uh, he, and the double whammy with the double-double with cheese from Zubats, the great Zubats, uh, a gift from the incompetent... Uh, Lakers, they, they and the Clippers win this game. Montrez Harrell played like crap. Reggie Jackson looked like he should be f- released from his job. He was so bad. And Landry Shamit, what the hell happened? These guys all played like manure. The Clippers still won the game, covered the spread. Now, part B of this, as we chat here in the Magic Radio box, now let me address the Komodo dragon in the room. We all know what that is. All right, third quarter, the Mavericks. Kristaps Porzingis ejected from the game, kicked out of the game. There was a scrum on the court. He was the third man in. Did he deserve to be thrown out of the game? This is the hot-button issue in the NBA chatterbox, if you will, in the third quarter. Now, I'm going to answer that question very simply, and I'll be the grown-up here, unlike these morons who are running around with this nonsense. Did Kristaps Porzingis deserve to be ejected? Absolutely. This was a warranted ejection, and I don't get the whole hullabaloo that was started by this. Porzingis, now he said after the game he doesn't believe he should have been ejected. Shocking. That's a shocking statement. LeBron James, of course, chimed in because he has to chime in on everything, uh, and he said that was bogus as hell. Uh, This whole episode is comical, and I'm going to walk you through why this thing with Porzingis is comical. I, there's this false belief, and you could tell from LeBron James's comment and some of the other comments uh, coming in from the NBA movers and shakers that there's some kind of bias in favor of the Clippers. All right, you know what that shows? That shows you that LeBron James and all these people saying there's a bias in favor of the Clippers, these people are suffering from Clipper-related neurosis. All right, they are suffering from some issues in the head, all right? They, they were triggered because they think there's a bias 
And, you know, that, that shows you how scared everyone is of this Clipper team. Right? Here's how I see it. The rules are the rules, right? You can't be escalating an altercation. Porzingis acted like an out-of-control hothead. He did. He was an out-of-control hothead in this situation. And send a message. Really what the NBA should do is suspend Porzingis for game two of the play. I'm not kidding here. I'm not being a shock jock because you've got to get the word out. You can't be the third man in. It would have been criminal if the officials had not thrown him out of the game. The NBA has put up guardrails. We all know what they are. They're all in, they're in place in every one of these games. And you can't have guys breaking the protocol. Porzingis, he should have practiced social distancing. Bad job by him. He was playing the role of the troublemaker. And if you if you get sucked into that, that's, that's the mental warfare of the Kawhi Leonard Clippers. Kawhi was walking around. He had no interest in any of that. But you are held responsible for your actions. That's how... Society is supposed to work. At least I think that's how it's supposed to work. Of course, the real reason and the real lesson, the real reason Porzingis got ejected and the real lesson of this is if you don't pick up a bullcrap technical foul early in the game, then you don't have to worry about getting ejected when you get a second technical foul. If that first one hadn't happened, he wouldn't have been kicked out of the game. And Porzingis, it also tells you where he is in the pecking order of the NBA. This guy's a second-tier player. Not a top-tier player. Top-tier player doesn't get kicked out of the game. Second-tier player gets kicked out. Right? Uh, at least he now knows where he stands in the pecking order of the NBA. You just cannot come unglued like that. Bad job by him. Composure. you got to have composure. And some of these mama lukes on social media seem to think that Dirk Nowitzki is actually Kristaps Brzingis. They somehow morphed into each other and that if only uh, the – unicorn had continued to play that the Mavericks would have won this game. That's that's ridiculous. You know nothing about basketball if you say that. Stop. You're embarrassing yourself. It's total nonsense. Porzingis wasn't even playing well. He was shooting 33% from the floor in the game, and while he was on the court at the time he was ejected, the Mavericks were better off with him on the bench. They were outscored while Porzingis was on the court. It's a fact. You can look it up. I'm not making it up. You can look it up. All right, last word here. Now, some of you trolls who love to bust my balls seem to think that this is some kind of positive loss for Dallas, that they traded blow for blow with the much more talented Clippers, Sands Kristaps Porzingis, who got kicked out for the bulk of the, the second half. Let me debunk this this myth right now. I'm going to debunk this, all right? There, this is not some kind of fugazi moral victory for Dallas. As a rule of thumb, I got big thumbs. As a rule of thumb, we don't believe in moral victories. If anything, it gives the Mavericks a false sense of hope. It is much more encouraging for the Clippers, and I'm going to tell you why. All right? The Clippers are a work in progress. And you got to think of it like this. I'm going to give you the perfect analogy of what this Clipper team is early in the playoffs. They are a ball of Play-Doh in the hand of Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard's holding a ball of Play-Doh, and he's molding and he's twisting around with his fingers and he's shaping what he believes this team needs to be to eventually, and they will win the NBA championship. That's what Kawhi is doing right now. It's better to not play your best and still come out with a win. That's a great ringing endorsement that you can play 
not up to your standard and still come out in the winner's circle, that is a sign of a, a title contender, a championship team. Now, they still have a lot of things to correct. And fortunately, the NBA playoffs go on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Game two is on Wednesday, but there's plenty of time to work out the kinks, as we like to say. All right, is the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about any of that? It is all fair game here. A thorough breakdown, frame by frame breakdown of the Clippers getting off to a good start. Didn't need divine intervention or anything like that. They just made more plays in the second half. And uh, Luka hadn't turned the ball over 11 times. The Mavericks certainly could have won the game. But ifs and buts were candy and nuts, it'd be Christmas every day. It's not. I don't think. Or Hanukkah or whatever. Uh, all right. Uh, 877-99-FOX. We're always uh, available on Twitter, at Ben Maller during the show. But also we're available on all the social media channels. Instagram, Ben Maller on Fox. You can... Follow along the show that way. Also, the Facebook page, which is Ben Maller's show. And we have videos that we post usually uh, during the week here, Monday through Friday. We post some videos of different bloviating monologues. You can check out and see how we make the hot dogs if you're so inclined to see what it all looks like. All right. So avoiding human interaction. Avoiding human interaction. We will get to that. This is pretty funny. And we will do it next. Put it right into me, baby. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. 
BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Maller 2020, you can take part in the democracy of the Ben Maller Show by following our fearless leader, Big Ben, on Twitter, at Ben Maller. And I'm Brian Fenley, filling in for the voice of reason, America's number one sidekick, Eddie Garcia. I'm on Twitter, at Brian Fenley, for your trolling delight. Now let's get back to Big Ben, a man in his prime who had a five-inch vertical leap. Again, that was not on the copy. They called me Moneyball Maller. And you don't have to shoot with a jump shot. You can shoot with a set shot like the late, great Chet Forty. When I first started in radio at the Mighty 690, Steve Hartman's partner was Chet Forty, who was a star before basketball was good in the Ivy League. And he had that set shot. Ben, you, you shoot it from underneath. Like What's the, wrong with the that? Grady the shot. No, no, no. Rick, Rick Barry, one of the great players before your time, underhand foul shooting. In fact, if Shaquille O'Neal had learned from Rick Barry how to shoot foul shots underhanded, he would have been the greatest player in NBA history. He's a top 10 player, Shaq, but he would have been the greatest player of all time if he could only make his foul shots because hack a Shaq would not have been the thing back in the day. All right. uh, Rob in Vegas writes and he says, I had, uh, had to have been probably a top five monologue of all time, Rob says. Start working on your Marconi Award acceptance speech because you're going to need it. Somebody, please get uh, this note on Le Purse. Nobody cares what you think. Keep your eyes on the prize. And that prize is supporting China from uh, Rob in uh, Vegas. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have here? Uh, let's see. Page down. Uh, page down. Uh, Justin in Cincinnati says, best monologue ever. Kawhi Leonard. Much respect to Kawhi from Cincinnati, says Justin 
in Cincinnati. Well, thank you, Justin. It's very kind of you. Normally, you're not that kind, but I appreciate that. Very nice of you. Now, Mark, the full name guy, was triggered. He said, no, they won't win, Maller, and you're such an arrogant, pompous ass. With our richest owner in sports, our Clippers will sink, well, he says. Uh, all right. Uh, Frank in L.A., who I talked about that neurosis the historians of the purple and gold have. Frank is really suffering the after effects of that. He says, we have exclusive photos of the Orlando bubble. Seems like Steve Ballmer made a special delivery to the NBA referees calling tonight's Clipper Mavericks game. And he's got a, a picture of a Brinks truck. Well, listen, Frank, uh, you've been calling the show. I actually don't call the show much, but I've met you in person at Dodger Stadium. You used to work at Dodger Stadium when human beings were allowed in Dodger Stadium, uh, Frank in L.A. And, uh, Frank, you are, you're being attacked by the green-eyed monster. That's a bad job by you. All right? Come on. You've got you to be better than that. All right? This, this whole envy thing. I know you're jealous that the Clippers have the richest owner in sports, and you've got bitterness because Jeannie Buss – you know, she has to take government loans during an apocalypse to pay the Laker bills. Uh, but you're green with envy is what you are. That's a bad job by you. All right, just let it go. All right, just deal with it. You might as well pay in advance for some therapy because the resentment and the animosity that you have for the Clippers is flattering. It, they're in your head. It is absolutely flattering. And you ought to worry about a guy by the name of Lillard, Damian Lillard, who is going to eat your lunch Eat your lunch. The Lake, we are on the, the, the brink of the Lakers losing game one to the Portland Trailblazers in their series. It's going to happen. Mark my word. It's going to happen. Blazers are right there. They got them right, right where we want them. Right there. Go Blazers, go. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's take a phone call here. 877-99 on Fox is the number. And we say hello to Jerome in Kansas City. Hello, Jerome. Ben Maller, how you doing this evening, sir? Uh, if I was any better, I'd be a Zingus, but not a poor Zingus because he got ejected in the third quarter. That's a bad job by him. Uh, b- b- before I go in on the monologue, because I do totally disagree, I feel as though you're very partial tonight because whenever there's a star in a game, and, 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 and we'd have to say that poor Zingus is either number one or number two on Dallas. Now, I, don't have, I don't have a dog in this fight, but I'm quite sure – and if Kawhi Leonard had gotten kicked out of that game, your whole monologue would have been entirely different. No, than it no, that's, that's fake news. Let me tell you something. I'm glad you brought that up because other people are saying similar things here, Jerome. Let me nip that in the bud right now. Kawhi would never do that. Kawhi is not interested in confrontation. He is interested in competition. There's a difference there. And he's got the highest basketball IQ on the court. It's not my fault Porzingis is a dummy. That's on okay, him. You, All right? That's his you, fault. But, but you're dumbing down my point. The point is, is that if it's a star in the game, if he didn't spit on the guy, if he didn't kick no, him it, in the it, midsection, if he didn't do something egregious to the game, then you're not going to kick the star out of well, the game. And that's well, he, you, you had to give him a technical foul. He, he was, it was very emotional. Things got heated there, and he had already had a technical foul. So if he hadn't had a technical foul, it would have been no big deal. But Porzingis couldn't keep his wits to him, and that's part of competition. You know that, Jerome. You played sports. You watched sports. Part of it's, competition is you've got to be able to keep your wits to you. What, what, would, what, would, what would the, the, the media, would, it, would anybody say if they kicked – uh, let's say Mahomes out of a game. He would have to slap the referee in the face to get kicked out of a game. Well, that tells you. Well, that tells you that. Yeah, I agree with you. But that tells you that Porzingis is not that big a deal. Is what it tells you. 
Right? If Porzingis was that big a deal, they would have found a way to keep him in the game. But he's not that big a deal. I just feel like it swayed the game too much. No, in you know what swayed favor. the game? I'll tell you what. Let me tell you something right now. I need to say, no one else is going to say this here, that you know who should send a box of chocolates and flowers to Kristaps Porzingis is Luka Doncic. Because if Porzingis has stayed in the game, he wasn't even playing that well. The Mavericks were going to lose anyway. And instead, the focus would be, I can't believe that Doncic turned the ball over 11 times. That's disturbing. And instead, he's getting a pass because everyone's talking about Porzingis because they got this neurosis with with somehow. Are we we supposed to believe, Jerome, that all of a sudden, after years of not even caring about the Clipper franchise, they were irrelevant, now the officials are in the back pocket? What kind of nutcase? The back pocket of the Clippers? What kind of crazy person says this stuff? You've got to be insane to say that kind of stuff. (laughs) I'm not not going with the conspiracy theory. No, Ben, I agree with you. I do believe that you guys still would have won the game. Exactly. That's right. Say it again, Jerome. Say it again, Jerome. But here's the problem, Ben. Wouldn't you like to say that you guys had won the game with Porzingis in the game? Listen, I don't care whether if if, if Doncha gets hurt and twists his ankle getting out of the shower. I'm fine with that as long as the Clippers win. I don't care how they win because 20 years from now, no one's going to remember any of this stuff. Just like everyone you know in in the Bay Area said, well, Golden State. The only reason they beat uh, the Raptors was because all these guys got hurt. Well. In future generations, they're not going to remember that. They're just going to remember that Toronto won the championship. That's all they're going to remember. You only remember the outcome. Uh, Initially, you remember the other stuff, but then as time moves on, you just remember the outcome. Like like I said, I I don't have a dog in this fight. When the Knicks become good, we'll we'll have a whole different conversation about basketball because the Knicks (laughs) fans... Jerome, so you're planning on living to be about 220 years old, apparently. Well, listen, so I, listen I, I don't, I don't know if you remember, but last month, Ben, you made Baba Ganoush for my 50th birthday. I don't oh, know if you remember. Oh, that's right! That. Happy birthday, Jerome! Happy hey, birthday! So hey, you are I, old I, enough listen, to, you are old enough to remember when the Knicks actually were relevant. Uh, so that's I, good I news. I do remember that. I, I yeah. do remember when they were good. Listen, and I need a, I, I need a jazzy nickname because I want to start calling in more. You know, Jerome from Kansas. Listen, the people that call in from Kansas City, I need to boost right, up our respect. All right, well, listen, you call. You, all right, Jerome. I, I, I let you, I've given you like seven minutes of airtime. Everyone's upset. I give you too much airtime. Uh, the other guys are complaining. Get this guy off the phone. I like Jerome. And if you call more often, Jerome, we'll come up with a nickname. Because I, I grew up listening to a late night radio when I was a kid. And I love the goofy names that people have. Like Beer Drinking Brian and Hollering James and, and all this. I love it. Real Talk. The big characters that call into to radio. Now, you don't get that during the day. People that call into radio during the day are very benign. They don't call in radio anymore. That's a good point. They don't even do call-in radio. <laughs> good job by you there. See, I, I'm a masochist here. I enjoy the pain of call-in radio. I like being tortured and tormented. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. That's a good call by you. A lot of the shows during the day, they don't do any call-in. Twitter, it, that's, that's it. Yeah, it's, it's only Twitter. I mean, it's crazy. All right, anyway, we'll, we'll press on. Avoiding human interaction and the forgotten man. The forgotten man. Uh, we'll get to that as well. But right now, this is a, another 27-minute news update. Let's go to the newsroom, and here is Brian and Finley. You will be talking for 26 minutes of that update. That's not true. By the way, we're not supposed to say update, Ben. That is a bad job on you. This is a Well, that's true. Report. We shouldn't say an update because you never actually update anything. You just you hijack and bogart <laughs> the whole show. What you, you, have an you know what you're doing? This is called psychological projection. You're blaming no. me for what exactly you are uh, doing, I, it mister. Sound, it sounds like I'm being barbaric, but I'm not. I'm being honest here. 
Yeah, okay. The Clippers honestly won. Yes, 118-110 to take game one of the first round of their playoff series as the game changer, which Ben talked about, happened when officials threw Kristaps Porzingis out of the game after he he squabbled with Marcus Morris. Now, according to the referees, they had the post-game media report, and the officials cited the first tech on Kristaps for an air punch. Then the ref said for the second tech, they went back to the video replay and found that it was suitable because he, according to them, escalated the situation, obviously trying to impose himself into a bit of a scuffle on the court, but a lot of skepticism, a lot of doubters as to if that was worthy of him being thrown out. The Celtics, Jack Hammer, the 76ers, 109-101. Gordon Hayward left in the fourth quarter with a right ankle sprain. And his head coach, Brad Stevens, not sure how long Hayward will be out. The Raptors torture the Nets, 134-110. Toronto, 22 three-pointers channeling their inner Moneyball Maller, a franchise postseason best. Good job by you. Although most of these NBA playoff games feel like a three-point contest because they only try to shoot three-pointers. It's very annoying. What happened to throwing the ball inside occasionally? Well, that's the influence from the international game, I believe. No, it's a a joke. Yeah. It has watered down the game for sure. I love three-point shots, but how about you mix something else in occasionally? How about that? How about a mid-range jump shot every once in a while? Would that kill you? Well, the lost start of the mid-range jump shot, nobody takes those anymore. That Kawhi has, a good, Kawhi has a good mid-range jump shot. He really does. Yeah. Uh, on the ice, first-round NHL playoffs, the Blues dampen the Canucks 3-1 to even their series at 2. The Bruins score four goals in the third period to slide by the Hurricanes 4-3 to go up three games to one. The Avalanche rip apart the Coyotes 7-1, Colorado leading 3-1 overall. And Fernando Tatis Jr., Ben, leads the majors with 11 home runs. The man had a grand slam and a three-run blast as the Padres. You can Stonewall. hang a star on that one. Yes, Stonewall, the Rangers, 14-4. Oh, doctor. Now, Ben, I was thinking about what... Stop right there. That's news. You were thinking. That's big. No, I mean, when I saw the final and was watching this Clippers game, I was trying to figure yeah. out what was more enjoyable. Yeah, the win was great. But what was more enjoyable was seeing the self-righteous Laker apologists who on Twitter early in this game, Ben, were so active. They were so vocal. These recycled garbage takes about how the Clippers are blowing the game. And then these keyboard warriors, all of a sudden they shut up towards the end of the game. And Coop was right there. He had a coordinary because he couldn't (laughs) have anything to say at the end because the Clippers dominated once again. It was a beautiful feeling. It you know the power of Kawhi Leonard that this entire uh, base of historians that follow the Lakers they're in purgatory right now. This is fire and brimstone here. If when the Clippers win the championship, it'll be everlasting torment. Yes. One <laughs> one Clipper championship trumps all of those Lakers yes. championships. Oh no doubt. In, in one sweep, <laughs> right? One sweep. <laughs> It's all gone. It's all out of here. Hey, this, this See cir- you this, later. Hey, the circus has gone on long enough. You, 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 you clowns should probably wrap up the update. Yeah. No, and, no, and, no, and no, by no. the way, I don't know what Brian Fenley is talking about. I didn't tweet a word about the game until five uh, minutes ago. We know I what you were thinking. We know sources. what you we were know thinking. What was going through your we mind. know what. Yes, we know the mind of Koopa Loop, and we know what you would have been like pumping your chest out, walking around yeah. with your hands in the air, grandstanding, if the outcome had been different. 
We know that to be true. Yes, I also know you were sitting there sweating like, oh, crap. How am I going <laughs> to no, spin no. this monologue? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I would never do that. What are you talking about? I, you, think, you think I was afraid? No, I was relaxed. I, was, I wasn't screaming fire Doc Rivers at all. I was not screaming that. I was calm, cool, and collected. All right. I found... I, I found serenity and tranquility is what I found. <laughs> 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 All right. Are you done? Is it finally over? I think it's over. Yes. All right. It uh, is the Ben Maller Show as we press on here. Although we're apart these days, we're sharing more. And Geico sharing more, too, with the Geico Give Back. A 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for both current and New customers that last your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash give back for info and eligibility. Uh, your sports source writes it. He says, A++++ Mallard monologue. Keep preaching the gospel on a down night for the Clippers, and still they walk out with a W. Luca will be worn out by game four. That's a great point. I mean, this guy, he already had 11 turnovers in game one. He was fresh as a daisy. Wait till he gets down to the end of the series there, the middle part of the series. He'll be done. He'll be, he'll be chopped liver. It'll be over. Nothing left. That's it. Turn out the lights. The party's over. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. Can't read that on the air. A lot of uh, interesting, interesting takes here. Uh, people are very uncomfortable. A lot of the, the Laker apologists, very uncomfortable. Uh, let's see. Anthony in Anaheim says, I love the awkward moments of call-in radio that, or the dead silence. Uh, why does it seem more of these moments happen when you used to work weekend overnights? Uh, well, Anthony, come on. You, you know what, why that is. Because on the weekend overnights, uh, the, you don't have to hold back at all. Like A lot of people have jobs and are working and listening to me in factories and driving trucks and things like that. But on the weekend overnights, not that people don't work on the weekend and the overnight, but it's, it's party time. It's open bar. You don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to get up early the next morning. Uh, and, and you just get completely sloshed. And then you call in. But, oh, we had great moments on the weekend overnight back in the, back in the day with Otto the Drinking Dog and Jimmy Ray from Tampa Bay and all those crazy characters used to call the show. So avoiding human interaction. My man Kawhi Leonard. Did you see this? Now, the NBA, even though they're in the bubble and it's all fake and all that stuff and all this nonsense, it's not It's not like normal times. It won't be normal for a while until they get back to having actual human beings in the crowd cheering and not avatars of people you know, going nuts and all that stuff. Anyway, uh, so did you see the video, the walk-in video? You know, they just try to recreate what it was before. And so there's there's a video clip that's made the rounds on the internet of Kawhi, Boardman, walking, strolling, meandering into the building, in the bubble, as he was getting ready for the the Clipper playoff game, which they would inevitably win, of course, against the the Dallas Mavericks. And uh, you've got to check out the video because Kawhi is locked in on a tablet. He's got some kind of I don't know which device, you know, some kind of tablet deal that he's looking at as he's strolling into the building. And so this is a big moment. They put this on television. The comedy part of this, and this is something I relate to, all right, Kawhi Leonard, he's really locked in, laser-like focus on this tablet. You're thinking, oh, man, this must be something really important on there. What's going on? 
And it turns out that Kawhi was staring intently at the home screen on his tablet that was blank, so he didn't have to have any interaction with the camera crew that was there recording everything as, as he walked into the, uh, to the arena. It's outstanding. I've done the same thing. Now, I don't have, I don't have a tablet, but I, when I've used like, my phone, like I'll be, I'll be like, hey, I'm, I really, uh, this is an important text conversation that I'm in and all that. But it's funny because Kawhi like turns the corner. He makes a left turn, and as he makes left turn, you see the screen, and it's just the home page. It's just the home page on the tablet that he's checking out. That's quality introvert activity by Kawhi Leonard. Another reason, another reason the Clippers are going to win the championship because Kawhi can. <laughs> no, no, no. You can laugh at me all you want. Kawhi's locked in on that home screen there, and he's looking at that, and that's how he's locked in on opposing players. When that's, I think about playoffs. My nipples get hurt. Damn right. Absolutely correct on that. All right, let's take another phone call. Uh, let's see. Jerome was so good. Uh, let's go now to New York City. Boom, 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 boom. We say hello to Real Talk. Real Talk in the Welcome in, Real Talk. How can we help you today, my friend? Oh, dude. Yo, I mean, yo, listen, Brian Phelan's getting a hard time, but listen, more Brian, less Eddie is the way I always go. I'm always down for less Eddie. You feel me with that? So wait, wait, wait. Are, are, you, are you a Finley fanatic? Is that what you're saying here, yeah. Real Talk? Because that does well, not actually well, exist. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I noticed on your podcast yesterday that Finley was getting a lot of rhythm. And I feel it's just because people don't know Brian Finley as well as they should. And I can't think of another way <laughs> to get to know someone better than another round of bad other people better. All right. Yes. To get All to right. know somebody. I like this. Now, we want to be relatable here. It's Ben and the people. And so Real Talk, yes, you will sir. ask a series uh-huh. of questions to try to make us, the people inside the Magic Radio Box, more relatable. Yes? <laughs> Absolutely. For those who don't know how Ben and people work, I ask Ben questions about a particular person on the show. Ben gives their answer, and that person always has a chance to respond or retort. So, All Ben right. Maller, are you ready to play a round of Ben and the people to Brian? Yeah, Jones? let's do it. I'm excited. This is very exciting. All right. All right, question number one. So, I noticed that Brian Stanley and Coop are butting heads and beefing a little bit. So, I want to know, Ben, when do you think Brian Stanley has actually had a fist fight. How long do you think it's been since he actually had a fist fight with somebody? All right, so this is a good question. I, I've met Finley several times. We've hung out. Obviously, we've worked together over the last uh, couple of – how long has it been, Finley? A year? Yeah, like that? a little About over a year, year, maybe. A little over a year, okay. I would say, knowing where Finley grew up in San Diego and his background, I think the last time he had a fight was as a toddler. <laughs> With a, <laughs> over a toy. He was playing with some other kids as a toddler. So that's what I'm going with. So what do you think, Brian? What do I think? You know, I was probably in elementary school. I don't remember getting in a fight, but I do remember being kissed by my fourth grade music teacher. All right, that's not what he asked, uh, all right, you pervert. Uh, all right, next question. Come on, please. Okay, question number two. Okay, so Ben, you're Jewish and uh, Roberto Catholic. And Justin uh, said he's Buddha or smokes Buddha or whatever. Uh, yeah. What what religion does Brian Phelan follow? All right. Ooh, this is a good question. I I don't know. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna say he's. Uh, I'm gonna go atheist. How about that? I'm going atheist. 
Yeah. What right. are you, Brian? So I was raised Catholic. My uncle is a Catholic priest. And at one point, he was the padre of the padres in San Diego. He held like really? a little he held a little chapel for some of the Catholic players on the San Diego well, Padres. Well, that's him though, but what are you? I am spiritual. I'm a free thinker. I'm about free love. I mean, I'm so, right. He's, a, yeah. he's uh, agnostic <laughs> no, uh, or whatever. That's atheist. Close. That's close. No, that's, no, no, that's no, 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 no. I am not atheist. Agnostic is a neighbor of atheist. You're agnostic. That's fine. All right. Next. Okay. I kissed your teacher and your uncle was a priest. No jokes are going to come from that one. Okay, so question, question number three. Okay, yeah. so Brian really loves his mom. They're pretty close. But I want to know, is there, do you think there's any uh, sections of the life where there's a lot of friction, like maybe him and his mom argue about his job or where he lives or his personal life? Any issues no, with his no, mom about that? I, I, I don't know uh, Finley's mom. I would imagine that Finley's mom is a doting mom and very proud of her son that he's had a career in media and he's Super on national, you know, national radio and all that. So, so I think his mom's very Jeez. proud. <laughs> yeah. Brian, do you and your MILF have any issues? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I take it you do have a copy of her Playboy right, episode. Oh, yeah. We're out of time here. All Come right, on. so okay, so okay, go for it. Okay, so here's the final question, and Ben. I just want you to know that this final question has been sponsored by Geico. Although <laughs> uh, we're giving back, but Geico is giving back with 50 percent off car motorcycle insurance. Just go on Geico.com/slash/giveback uh, for terms right. in. Uh, it's, it's still it's still not going to make question. the po- it's still uh, not going to make the pocket. Go ahead. Okay, here's the final question. I would like everyone to answer this. Hey, Ben, so um, do you think that Brian's ever been interested in uh, the taste of his own All right. Thank you for that. I uh, appreciate that. <laughs> I, 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 I like that Real Talk thinks if he works in a Geico commercial that somehow we're going to leave that in the, the podcast. Oh, now I just have to bleep out the Geico commercial, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well. I think you're much more approachable now, Brian, after that. I think you're much more approachable. <laughs> I feel like I need to You want to, to answer that, Brian? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, everyone. We're going to have the, we're gonna have the NBA. That's a yes. We're going to have the NBA playoff pick. Here's the Who Am I game. There are only three players in NBA history with career averages of at least 23 points and 14 rebounds per 36 minutes. With a minimum of 200 games played, they are Wilt Chamberlain, Bob Pettit, and me. Who am I? The answer next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Skunks, porcupines, owls are all nocturnal. None of them can support our show on social media, so we need your help. Simply like The Ben Maller Show on Facebook and Instagram, at Ben Maller on Fox. You can contribute content to weekly features such as Ask Ben, Lame Jokes, and more. Let's get back to the show with Big Ben. So Real Talk ate a lot of time. We had to use the delay system, so we will push back the NBA pick of the next hour. But we will pay off the Who Am I game right now. There are only three players in NBA history with career averages of at least 23 points and 14 rebounds per 36 minutes. Now that's with a minimum of 200 games in their respective careers. They are Wilt Chamberlain, Bob Pettit, and me. Who am I? That is the question what is the answer? Cooper, not Justin Cooper, somebody named Cooper, says Blinky the Clown is the answer. Sean Bradley, guessed by Adam, the iconic Sean Bradley, one of the great Sixers and Nets of our time. Uh, who else do we have here? Uh, Justin in Cincinnati is going with Brian Finley's creepy uncle. 
as uh, his answer. Uh, who else? Page up, page up. Brad from Modesto says, Doink the Clown is the answer. The Real Martin is going with Real Talk's mommy. Christina from Spokane says Ed from Spokane is the answer. Christina, who has a tattoo of Ed from Spokane on her body. Uh, Manic Mike checking in with Elgin Baylor as his answer. Moses Malone, guest by Ken. Who else do we have? Page down. Page down. Marcus Camby from Rob in Minnesota as his answer. Elton John from Just Josh. That's Finley's fourth grade music teacher. Uh, who else? Bernard King from Hammerhead. That's his answer. Uh, Hugh Hefner, guest by Trucker Joe. We know where his mind is. Rich is going with the great Lou Albino. Do you have uh, an answer there, please? Peter North. Wow, one of your old friends back there. No, the correct answer, Boban Marjanovic. I love former Clipper. He's on the Mavericks now. Boban. Looks like Frankenstein. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 